0: Hey, everybody. Welcome out to the good, the bad, and the geeky episode. I didn't put what title. Let's, you know, it's going to be 367. If not. Math is hard. Uh, before we go further, uh, we have lots of friends and pals of the show. One of the friends we're focusing on this week is Mad Be original and check out many shows we have coming up, such as Sketchy Pitches. Um, by the time this goes out, I think that we should be available the 17th, 23rd, and 24th. Tickets can be found at madlab.net forward slash tickets Be original. Check out other friends of the show like Packrat Comics. Go to gbgpodcast.com. There's just so much. Our spo- official sponsor, but I'm so happy that there's so much. Hey,
1: sketchy pictures is great, and people should see.
0: That's it. right. And she's not saying that because I am in it. Uh, it is without me. It's actually I, I really saw good. It Friday it was great. It, it was really good. We we did really good that night.
1: <laughs> or not Friday,
0: Saturday. 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 We have to toot our own horn. Also, our official sponsor of the show is Audible. Over 200,000 titles to choose from, like Astrophysics for People in a Hurry, written and narrated by Neil deGrasse Tyson, as someone on the internet once called him, oh. or maybe. Support our pal Keith K Jackson. It's so weird to call him Keith J J Keith Jackson. Yeah, he sounds like a pop star at that point. Um, he has books over there. But just look up J Keith Jackson. And uh, there's no like dash between there. And uh, you can check out, I think he's done like four or five books. So check them out. For more information, how you can get one of those books as your free audiobook, part of the 30 day trial, go to audibletrial.com forward slash good bad geeky. And finally, if you're not able to help keep to date with the world of sports, yay, sports, that one sports show has you covered. Join John and Jeff, two former sports casters, as they discuss current topics, obscure sports like shin kicking, historical sporting events possibly hitting snakes with sticks. I don't know. I just threw that in there because it's fun. And stats you've never even thought up to look up because that is a real sport, I think, in Ireland. Uh, They did an episode on Robot Chicken about that. It's a real thing. And in another country where like they smash snakes with sticks because something happened, it's like a a thing. And now they consider it a sport. They probably don't anymore because it's bad against animals, but uh, it was at one time a sport. And it doesn't matter. Release weekly. Listeners can't call to leave rants. Chris about maybe how there should be more snake hitting uh, sports and new topic ideas like the snake hitting thing at 614-398-3243. It's all been done anyway. So check out that one sports show and more at IBDpresents.com. And please support all the programming at Patreon.com forward slash iebd. Now, on the show today, we have Amanda Iman, who I still want to call you Amanda Bailey. It, it know, popped in my head. That. Well, it's like Seamus. She- Brendan, I'm so used to calling him Seamus. So, like, if I'm not thinking about it, during the GBT show the other day, I was like, Seamus, come over, Brendan. Seamus, Brendan. Brendan, Seamus. Fuck. It was very bad. Same thing. Uh, I think I still have you. I think, no, I think I... Ch- wait a minute. Let's play, did Nick change My Amanda name? in I've the phone?
1: Been married for...
0: Five years.
1: Almost four and a half no.
0: Years. Let's do that now. So <laughs> that's we're okay.
1: like, your wife, I have a Sarah. I Lennon. I Lennon dash.
0: Uh, I we'll edit as, that part out real quick or just bleep it out. Sorry.
1: I have her as Sarah.
0: Blank. For her name. Sports Illustrated. <laughs> she hates that. Don't check that out too. Uh,
1: <laughs> hyphen her current last name. <sighs> like that's what there I we do go. With, with all of my friends who have gotten
0: Okay. Now, Facebook, names. though, if for some reason, it still has your old name, which I can't control that
1: facebook has my own name yeah that's weird well
0: i think i think it might be like the thing at the top like what the so like i i or maybe i don't know it's weird hmm. but but it it's be. changed now in your in my phone yay. so yay amanda iman from you were um,
1: only at the wedding
0: i was only at the wedding <laughs> amanda's pop culture no pop fuck culture pop a go-go
1: Culture Papa Go-Go is
0: one of them. Yes. Good news is that you will only drink maybe two and a half bottles of liquor during this whole episode for the drinking <laughs> game. Um, you're already down through maybe the first, if you're drinking from a, a bottle, you're probably down through the neck portion right now. But, and also, of course, Amanda's picture show, Go-Go, and uh, did, I forget, did I do your Ghostbusters and then you did mine? Is that how we did it? No. You did
1: my Ghostbusters.
0: Right. And I'm also on Storks. You
1: are on Storks. Right. And eventually we're going to do Iron Giant.
0: Yes. 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 At some point. And there's a doc. I've
1: never seen it. Oh my God. It's okay. And that's part of the at some point. that
0: podcast. At some, well, yeah. At some point. By the way, you luck out with Woosley because Woosley hasn't seen a lot.
1: I know. Um,
0: yeah. He's just like, I, well, I'm gonna I, be I anyway. don't want to speak out of turn for him. I think he even said, I've not seen Lord of the Rings. I was like, how have you not seen? Dallas has not seen Back to the Future.
1: Oh, I have a spreadsheet at home. I'm going to be adding that, that to that but, breaks my brain, uh, by the way, I've got I've got an excellent film for the Columbus Podcast Festival this year that I'm going to be doing that Woosley's never seen. So,
0: oh, my.
1: Just a teaser.
0: Oh, yeah. And that is the second week of May. Third week of May. Second weekend. In May. Second weekend in May. It's so
1: crazy busy weekend. Oh, my
0: God. No kidding. Uh, Theater Roulette. IBD, IBD. And that. Podcast Festival. Yeah. jeez. But uh, yeah, yeah, so Amanda Picture Show a GoGo um at Amandaagogo.com. Don't you have like a? Th- I feel like you have a third one and you're working on a third podcast or, or- I do.
1: Um, I also host uh, the Defenders episodes for TV 8 My Brain um, from Core Tempers. Okay. And I've actually, by the time this goes up, one or two more uh, the last couple episodes of the Defenders should be up or about okay. to go up. And then Starting this weekend recording Jessica Jones season two for TV 8 My Brain. Also gotcha. And I have
0: a couple other things and, in the works. And that's so. and that's all at Amanda Agogo, So dot com. This episode. <laughs> We've not talked about it at all yet. No. Um Wrinkle in Time, which stars Oprah Winfrey, Mindy Kaling, Reese Witherspoon, Chris Pine. I, I feel so bad saying this name because uh, Gugu Mathba Raw?
1: Mathba Raw.
0: Botha Ra? I Every time that someone says Gugu though, I, th- I forget what movie, movie it was. Someone goes, Gugu the Dinosaur and they're making fun. It feels weird to say that name because my brain just goes to a joke and, which is bad because she's in other movies and she's really good. Yeah. What other movies was she? She
1: was in Beauty of the Beast last year. She played uh, yeah. the feather death Star.
0: Was she also the agent in The no. Accountant? I haven't seen that movie. That is Oh my God, good. I watched it on HBO. It was a very random thing. I pulled it up and watched it. It's Well, they're working on a sequel. It did enough business to, like because I think Warner Bros. didn't put any money behind it. It was like, because it's one of their low budget, aka $40 million movies. And I <laughs> yeah. no, it's good. J.K. Simmons is in it. I think it's her. I could be wrong. And then of course, Affleck and Anna Kendrick. But uh, yeah. I'm probably wrong. But Rowan Blanchard, aka the girl from Girl Meets World's in it. David Oyelowo oh yellow oh nope nope take a drink
1: yeah oh yellowo.
0: oh yeah yeah michael Pena. i heard
1: him describe it once in a, an interview he was like you have to say like oh
0: yellow. yellow oh see that's what i heard too i they did the wired uh thing for gringo and oh, they, they did okay. like the wired searches which is actually can be kind of funny and he goes how do you pronounce david o name he's like Oh, yellow! Oh, and then Charlize Theron was giving him shit for it. Uh, Levi Miller—I don't know who he is, but he was—he was okay.
1: He's, he's the the kid. The...
0: No, I mean but other stuff he's done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Storm Reed, Derek McCabe as Charles Wallace Murray, and then oh yeah, uh, Zachy G because I'm good friends. But anyway, we are going to talk about *Wrinkle in Time*. The movie was directed by Ava DuVernay. DuVernay. DuVernay, and it's based after the 1962 novel *A Wrinkle in Time*. By Madeline Le Ingel.
1: Madeline Le very,
0: very close. I very close, very clo- What is it then? <laughs>
1: no, you. you oh, it was, much, you oh, the last name. It was just the first name. So. What was
0: it? Madeline. Madeline.
1: Madeline. Yeah.
0: Fucking Madeline. French names. Okay. Madeline, Madeline, Madelou. Hey, Hahu, Zabadi, Zabadu, Zabada. Anyway, we're going to talk about the possibly wonderful movie that is A Wrinkle in Time. Possibly. Possibly. Possibly not, but you know what? We're gonna find out, and you know what? There might be talk. I'm um, spoiler alert. There might be talk. You know what? I'm thinking there might be some talk of glitter.
1: We we, we might, might talk about glitter. we might talk about glitter. There's some glitter in the movie. There
0: is so. glitter. You know what? There should be glitter in all movies. Could you imagine Black Panther? Which we, you know what? We won't talk about Black Panther, but in case we did. No, I mean, it's only the number one movie, movie right around, now, but in the world. And the but, world. But, no. but could you imagine a Black Panther covered in glitter? That's Black Panther 2. Black, <laughs> Black, Panther, Black Panther 2, too. Electric Glitteroo or something. I yes. don't know. <laughs> yes. Glitteroo. And then you have Kendrick Lamar have like a weird synth sounds, and all the songs just talk about glitter. And then Black Panther. You say Black Panther? It just
1: like mixes a bunch of glitter in with the vibranium. Glitter bombs. Oh, literal (sighs) glitter bombs.
0: I'm going to record this, brother. Just stand back right there. Do You want me to punch it? Yeah, punch it. Well, don't hit it like a sissy. Boosh, and just glitter goes everywhere. Yeah. I I call them sneakers. Uh, Glitter sneakers. oh. Oh, yo. Okay, here. Okay, here. Oh, I'm helping Marvel right now. We're both helping Marvel. Okay. So. It's a bomb that's invisible, right? But when Black Panther uses his shades, or whatever the fuck the eye holes are, he gets like a special visor thing. It you see glitter footprints, invisible glitter, Ooh. so you can trace people. And you know what? And or even better, then maybe you throw it in their beard and then you can just see your, your mark.
1: Wait, glitter beards? Glitter that sounds beards. That like a fascinating topic. That,
0: that sounds like a fascinating topic. And you know what? We may cover all this. Maybe barely any wrinkle in time. I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't know. Again, could be a great it could movie. Could be. It could, could be a great movie. Maybe. maybe. But uh, check out to see if that's the case or not. Episode 367 of the Samantha Iman, who I changed into my phone. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Roll the theme song. All right, so in this episode, as you heard in the intro, we have Amanda from Amanda's Picture Show-A-Go-Go and Pop culture go go which you can find at amandagogo.com. Culture Pop-A-Go-Go, did you change it? No, I just, I just have always bad memory. But you can find out all those at amandagogo.com. All right, so, Wrinkle in Time. That says everything I think that we need to say. Let's start off with how beautiful the film looks. It really is. It's pretty. It's pretty. very
1: pretty. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, there's too much wood. I, I, <laughs> I came directly from C. You saw, when, we saw it uh, yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. Okay. And I had date night with my husband last night. That's what it was and with he my did wife. Not want to see a wrinkle in time.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, my wife, God Lover, she doesn't like the book when she read it when she was younger. But the trailer, she's like, the movie might mm-hmm. change my mind. And I never read the book because the book, the cover I saw growing up, it, I liked Ray Bradbury horror because it's more like psychological, but the cover looked like, it looked like a weird, and he's not in the movie at all, but apparently it's what they really look like, which is they're like half man, half horse, or half woman, half horse with weird wings, centaurs with wings no normal arms that's what their true form is they're not in the movie and, and to me it's like it's nightmare inducing and i'm like that's weird and that looks like a horror book i don't want to fucking read that but then everyone read it growing up
1: so i, so I, tell you, I did read a wrinkle in time yeah up. i loved it growing up i went through a period in middle school where i read every single book that madeline langle had written. okay and i i was like obsessed with it like well with all of her writings and stuff. And yeah. I thought about rereading it before seeing the movie, but I thought no, I just want to take the movie at what the movie is like.
0: Which yeah, as you I should, you try possibly, should
1: because whenever I re- like read something or reread something, right before I watch, mm-hmm. I'm just the whole time I'm like, well, in the book, well, click the book, like in my brain. Yeah. I am weird, and I prefer
0: to... A.K.A. any comic book movie ever for the <laughs> comic book nerds. It's like, yeah. there's over 30 years of history here. Why didn't you not do this? Yeah. I kind of totally down so, that storyline. I try
1: to, you know, I want to look at the, the film for what it is. And then if I haven't read the book, then I get a richer experience later. Or in this case, there were still a couple things where I'm like, wait, where is that character?
0: Yeah. Like, uh, where
1: were the twins?
0: Oh, the older twins, right? The
1: twin she- brothers that are in between...
0: Oh, they're in between they're her. In between Meg and Sarah told me she thought they were older than than Meg, and so yeah, I was just like, "Yeah,
1: they're younger, but they're in between Meg and Charles Wallace." And
0: <laughs> is I so? Mean, is he older than in the book than he is in the movie?
1: No, he's he's a little kid.
0: Jesus Christ! Okay, yeah, he's
1: a little kid in the, the movie. Oh, well, movie
0: they're in the, they're they're between them then. Sorry, yeah, the, so I got you. Yeah, so, so, it's, so it's like if he's May. three or four, and she's fifteen. They're probably like eight or nine well, or she's something. Thirteen. Thirteen. In the book. Okay,
1: and the kid, the the twins are like ten, and they're very like rough and tumble boys. Like,
0: okay, they're
1: not hyper intelligent in the way like Meg and Charles Wallace are.
0: Okay, yeah. and also Charles Wallace is not adopted.
1: No, he's not adopted, and I don't. I quite understand I, I,
0: I, want, I wonder if that was less like a, he's the best actor for the role. He's adopted.
1: Uh, yeah, because honestly, as but far was as he as though? Child good for the actors world? go. I thought he was the best child actor.
0: What? No, this is where. So we will disagree also, okay. because I thought he was just horribly miscast for like the stuff that he, what happens to him, where he because he's the bad guy unintentionally, mm-hmm. um, thanks to Mister. Is it Mister. Red or Red? eye Mister. Red, Red Eye slash the it, which is they're kind of the same, but they're not.
1: He's like a puppet, of the y- it, which which they. I don't understand why they had to put strings on him at that point.
0: I well, I like that because that to me, okay, so. When someone else was telling me about the book, I was like, this sounds, this sounds like the cover. It sounds nightmare-inducing. This is going to be a beautifully <laughs> awesome film. And the only part that made me go, ugh, like that was when he sits there with the puppets and then he just falls apart as he's talking. Okay, and that was he, a little, ugh. When he fell apart
1: and like his legs were flying everywhere, that was
0: just Right. Crazy. And I'm just like, why? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> this, this movie, man. It's just so frustrating. Okay. So, with filmmaking, I, mean, I don't know if it's like this one in the book either. In basic filmmaking, there are there are just general rules. So for example, a perfect screenplay and a perfect well, the movie is actually pretty faithful to the screenplay, uh, is Back to the Future, where like 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 the structure is set up really well. Like Mm -hmm. I don't actually I'll say this I hate the Phantom Menace, but the story structure at least makes sense. Everything pays off. It's boring as fuck because who (laughs) knew Jedi's would be wrapped up in bureaucratic bullshit.
1: the, the like, Phantom Menace Federation bureaucracy is not a fascinating movie. I'm stunned.
0: <laughs> well, stunned. Here's the thing, and I know what he's trying to do. <laughs> look, it's hard to do the the was it the Gusenstag or whatever the fuck Hitler did, and it's, it's hard to really condense that down. It's very complex, and I know that's what he's trying to do. It's boring as fuck all. And granted, if you look in the grand scheme of things, you're like, "Damn, that's fascinating." But it's boring as shit and how it's presented because Lucas is not a good storyteller or director. But structurally, though, you still go. It makes sense. Things pay off because they pay off. Well, at least in *Fan of Menace*, everything else is in their story. But I'm watching this. I'm like, apparently, I-, I read the synopsis of Wikipedia and they talk about how Mrs. What's It is moving in and and George Wallace is, and so the so like, but she just kind of appears. And I'm just like. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like in basic structure, they set things up that pay off.
1: So many plot holes in this movie. Oh God. Yeah. It's little things too. I'm just like, wait, wait. like we didn't have enough of a prologue in this movie yet to even know these characters and care about them.
0: Well, the only one they gave you the prologue for was the dad. Yeah. Really, really, True. it's because they want you to honestly, <laughs> okay, so I also John want you to
1: to swoon over his dad beard,
0: which That's Chris Pine is pretty dreamy, was, um, I Pine do like
1: all about that little bit of gray in his beard,
0: I think they're also trying to make you really, really, really like him, so when he lets George Wallace fucking suffer and what's it called Char- Char- Ch- George Charles. Wallace, Charles Wallace, whatever George the fuck, jo-
1: but the he South is, in the
0: but he wasn't great. No. Just like Charles Wallace wasn't great in the end of the movie because he's he got taken over by the it. But no, he give he lets he lets him suffer there. And at the end he says sorry to Meg about, I'm sorry that I left you behind years ago. Fuck fuck the Wallace boy. Fuck fuck my my adopted son. But no no no, no, no. Yeah. my wife had a huge problem with that and I didn't think of it. I was like, that is actually really annoying now that I think about it. She's so he's like, I'm really sorry for leaving you. See, but do- not 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 Charles Wallace.
1: Wonder if part of his apology to Meg was, was meant him, to do both. Was supposed to be also like not just I'm sorry for leaving you a long time ago, but like I'm sorry I tried to Chickens. leave behind <laughs> Charles Wallace. Also, you know, like that.
0: well. As the I, filmmaker, I wannabe filmmaker, I I could tell like that's what I think they're trying to do because mm-hmm. it saves time. You just say I'm sorry and that's a compassing blanket apology, but it's just like, no, you left your adopted son to kind of just pro- and you and you didn't know when you would be coming back. You said you'd be coming back, but you didn't do a good job coming back last time.
1: Well, <laughs> to mean it's like, okay, yeah, he he was trapped and to some extent, like, what made him find his, like, based on what it's showing tra- in the movie, what it made him find his frequency to be able to tesserate... Tes- tesser? Tesser? <laughs> yes, tesser.
0: Which, cool, cool.
1: Was him, like, having this burst of love watching his wife care for his adopted son.
0: Right. And then, then he, then he l- got
1: trapped. <sighs> but he also, like... He, they go to the first planet and they're like, and then he took off and kept looking at other planets. It's like, why didn't he go back home and be like, oh my God, honey, guess what I just found? See,
0: this is my, okay, yeah. So they never, like, and again, it's just very simple stuff that, it, and, and and I have to, man, and I hate to say this because I'm so glad that there are two black directors. Their number one, number two spot in America right now is Black Panther and Wrinkle in Time. Ava. Oh, for this past
1: weekend. For, for, for this yeah. past
0: weekend. But I'm just like, but the movie is so flawed that it, it makes me feel sad because it, I wanted her to do better.
1: See, I was having this conversation with my husband yesterday. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, who has been on your podcast.
0: Yep, he was others. in the Godzilla one, yep, with Jimmy and I, yep. Yep. Uh, he
1: was we were both high. drunk. Yes, he, I was at a family thing, and he was like, babe, I'm drunk, and I did a podcast with Nick. <laughs> like, awesome, man. it. <sighs> so- Good times. <laughs> He he and I were talking, and again we had a we had a family birthday yesterday, and we were doing date night afterwards. And I was kind of running down, and I was like, "If you don't want to see a wrinkle in time, that's fine. I've already found a backup time that I can go tomorrow before I go to record with." Nick. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not hearing good things." And he was like, "And it sucks because I know like the, the director. This is like the first time a woman of color has ever." Dur- had like a big huge like tentpole movie at over like over a yeah. hundred million dollar mm-hmm. budget and i was like yeah here's my thing i don't think she was the woman of color director who should have been given that ava duvernay my feelings about her as a director yeah the 13th her documentary that she did for netflix mm-hmm. with, uh, in 2016 is fantastic it is a great
0: but it's a documentary
1: documentary There we go. And I was talking to Jeremy about this. I'm like, but Selma was like the last big movie that she directed. And in general, I liked Selma. A lot of people were like, oh my God, she was robbed because she didn't get a directing nomination. I don't think she deserves a directing nomination. It's
0: visually not stimulating that movie. The performances are...
1: I will never give up on saying that David Oyelowo was robbed in not getting the nomination for his performance.
0: Did you know he's in the, in Wrinkle in Time? He plays it. Just oh. the voice, that like the five lines that the it has. The yeah, yeah, at the very, very end, where it's like mixing out of Michael Pena into Charles Wallace into a weird voice that's neither of them. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's a cool voice. And now w- yeah, Wikipedia yeah. tells off. <laughs> yes, it yeah, yeah, it's I love David, David Oyelowo, and
1: I'm... Watched him since he
0: was on MI Five, uh, the British. Oh spy. yeah, with uh, where Hugh Laurie guest starred. But who was the one guy who played Mister Darcy in the TV BBC TV movie? That's the guy that everyone loved. His character walked into the ocean, never was seen again, and that was their way of saying he might have killed himself, but he probably just retired. Um, <laughs> uh, he was wasn't in
1: Darcy in the BBC adaptation. He was Darcy in the 2005
0: Keira Knightley. Yeah, you know, he was Darcy at some point in his life. Oh, no, the BBC Darcy. version is was at first.
1: Trust me, I know my Darcy's.
0: I love Colin. <laughs> I love me some Colin first, uh, though, too.
1: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But <laughs>
0: yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I
1: like David Oyelowo. He was Rob for Selma. Ava DuVernay was not. I don't think that she is a good narrative director.
0: Uh, this really, proves it.
1: <laughs> I really liked the 13th. I honestly probably would have voted that for best documentary if i had been a member of the academy but i
0: also feel like selma made sense like there were i didn't feel there were any major structural problems with selma that's
1: true so but there are hardcore i just i feel like she is such a fascinating and interesting person and i like the things that she says herself like publicly and interviews with her are really interesting yeah but I do not really like her direction of things unless it's a documentary. And that was something Jeremy, when we were talking, he was like, yeah, but documentary direction and editing it's is so much different from a, like a drama or something. And I'm like, precisely. Well,
0: well, and I do wonder if they made her do like a demo reel or something or something else. But, or, but honestly, though,
1: I think she all, all these studios Oprah. are Oprah.
0: Oh, Jesus. And
1: Oprah did not act in this movie.
0: Oprah just did big Jesus arms throughout the whole movie, and it was really annoying because I thought that was a joke. Just because that's what they focus on in the trailer is the big yeah, last suffer Jesus arms. Also, <laughs> a, a, and again, this is poor directing, and I don't know if a part was saving money for budget effects. Mm-hmm. But like at one point, um, she's wearing a costume. It's when she's really big, and they land on the planet. She's already has a, a weird a, a second outfit on. Yeah, and then like they pan over and they're focusing on oh how wonderful Reese Witherspoon is that she's a weird plant thing fucking stupid and then they cut back in the background clearly you should see giant oprah at some point and you don't see her And i was like it's a budget thing right? it has to be a budget thing but now she's wearing a different costume i was like she wearing a fucking different costume and and, oh, okay. and it was it, it's little yeah it was really aggravating
1: while we're talking about that sequence <laughs> the- <laughs> i don't understand why there was so much time seeing the kids ride around on plant reese witherspoon
0: Oh, but, but Amanda, you need to set up seeing the big, scary, dark cloud, which could have been done in five minutes. I mean, that would make sense and save so much more budget. But let's just spend a lot of money on a plant-like reset piece. The like, whole thing is a digital was, <sighs> it, it
1: was. It went on and on and on. And sometimes I will look back at a movie and be like, okay, I can see where they can cut time. This actively while watching I was like I don't understand why I am watching this. So
0: right now. I was so bored during all of that. And there was and there was nothing there that was useful except for just saying oh that's crabgrass wherever the it lives. It, it, that's the it. Yeah. And that's bad. AKA it's the nothing and the heartless if you want to yeah. go kingdom hearts. It's, it's- Ooh, I mean, this actually, this came out before this any of those. Was before
1: that, like the book. Was I know, in the 60s. but
0: movie-wise, it's not.
1: But yeah, well, I know. Also 1962. Yeah. That, it's, that it was illustrated and like basically coming out like its dark roots reaching for you in hands and stuff. I just, I, I, mm. I don't
0: know.
1: They clearly spent so much money on all the digital effects in this movie that I don't think were that great. And were derivative.
0: Like, from reading, from reading Wikipedia, I, I literally, and I really still feel this way, like, are do they just want, like, that movie should have been, it could have been like, okay, I don't like the movie a lot because it has its own issues, but, like, Return to
1: Oz? I love that movie, but it's crazy weird.
0: It's crazy weird. But like it does have a happy ending. It's just it's messed up how it gets there. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. That is what that whole thing. And also, um, did your did your bunch of did your uh theater show a lot of Christian movies in front of it?
1: It didn't. No, it showed a bunch of really shitty kids' movies coming out.
0: We saw a bunch of mostly like we saw God's Not Dead three trailer. We saw oh. I can only imagine, which I don't give a fuck about. And then, um, even though that probably will be a good movie, because you can't go wrong with does it Dennis Quaid, and you can go wrong with him. Well, you can go wrong with Randy Quaid. <laughs> which is sad, because he was a good actor at some point in his life. He just
1: got real crazy.
0: He did. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. started doing weird porn movies online. Mm-hmm. Uh, streaming. Yeah, uh, which, because which, I'm fascinated by that, so I started, I watched one, I was like, this is god-awful horror. I mean, it's not even good porn, but like, you're <laughs> fucking nuts.
1: I'm glad you
0: I'm I'm here for all of you. Well, actually, what happened was they were talking about Charlie Sheen, like people who went off the deep end, and they Mm -hmm. send a link to it. And it starts off with him just kind of shirtless, like doing like a manifesto, kind of like what Charlie Sheen was doing. And then and then he's like, and now I'm gonna have sex with my wife. And then you're and you're like, what? And then it was just you're just like, dude. Anyway. Uh, Dennis Quaid, way better. But they showed a bunch of Christians, and then and then apparently that's the thing too. Is that the original book? There's a lot. It's technically it's like her C.S. Lewis's slash oh, Tolkien. Well, that's the thing is Christianology, the thing. science, emotion, how they know, philosophy, how it all comes together, and they're yeah. all. In, and I'm like, I didn't get that at all from this movie. No, you don't
1: pick up on any of that from this and movie. I wanted it so badly. That's part of the thing, you know. I was. Much more religious in middle school than I am now. Yeah. But, I mean, the the fourth book in the series, like, the Time Quartet, technically Quintet now, but Many Waters, is... The twins. Oh,
0: is there a series of books that she'd written and these are all tied together?
1: Yeah. That's the other thing. I don't understand <sighs> why they Disney. didn't include the twins because Disney is all about a fucking franchise. And if this had been made well, there's a chance the other books could have been made into movies. And I'm like, why would you not put characters in this that are literally the main characters of the fourth book? Mm. And like they hang out with Noah. So there's a lot like in this <laughs> this series. And th- there's also stuff with. Meg and Calvin end up getting married later on and like their daughter has adventures and there was potential for Disney to have another franchise that would be female led and would inspire young girls. And instead
0: they made this piece of shit
1: squandered all of that. And that's what makes me as like a lover of film and a woman. And like on my podcast, I do a whole series of the celluloid ceiling about female filmmakers Mm -hmm. And my friend Justine and I, who do it, like, we struggle every month to find good material for us to cover, unfortunately. And we're trying to, like, highlight good movies and show, like, what's out there and try to break that celluloid ceiling. And I feel like this movie is going to make things go backwards because there was so much pumped up about It's Ava DuVernay. And what is it? Jennifer no. Lee, uh, who wrote Frozen directed frozen was one of the co-writers on this like she, it just is she so needs to frustrating. go back I, I thought,
0: do another draft oh wait too late
1: because i did not i didn't even like the screenplay i thought so much of the dialogue was just bleh
0: well and again that well i mean that's just basic setups like the whole thing and, and granted i think uh someone who read the book recently reread the book for, for the movie uh at mad lab i think it was randy morgan she was just like it is kind of weird how. Uh, oh shit! What's the kid's name? Um, Charles Wallace. Or no. Calvin. Calvin, Calvin uh, who's played by Levi Miller. I see. I remember the actor's name, but not uh, when. Yeah, when Calvin shows up, he's just like, "I was just kind of drawn here." Like they said, it is kind of weird like that. But they go, they further explain it later, and it's yeah. better and it makes more sense. And in the movie, it's just like, "I was just kind of drawn here, and I don't know why." It
1: doesn't make any sense why Calvin shows up and
0: and it feels forced way more says, forced than it probably
1: And every time there's a connection between calvin and meg in this movie it feels incredibly forced and it's like look they're just gonna stand real close and look at each other weird
0: now, see i, I thought, thought they had good chemistry together I, okay well, this is this is where you and i differentiate yeah i didn't like the kid who played charles wallace because like, i thought he was cute and, and precocious and then when he turned evil i didn't Feel it as much as, but the other kids. I was like, I just feel like the dialogue's really horrible, and they're being, they're, they're. She's not directing them well because, Mm -hmm. like, I, because I just remember like the the moment they get on the the plant. I'm not gonna say it right, Kravatsis or whatever starts with a C, even though you think it starts with a K. um, That when they get on that plant, the movie starts picking up a little bit. But like, I didn't. That's the thing. I didn't mind the actress the actors who played the kids, except for Charles Wallace. It was. It was just how horrible the dialogue was, how horrible everything was set up. Like, a matter of fact, I actually was mildly... Zach Galifianakis gave me the only emotional core of that whole fucking movie when he sits there and sends her off into what, whatever la-la land to show her how the it's infecting everybody. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm tearing up a little bit, but there's none of this is really earned. Okay. If this
1: is supposed <laughs> to be a movie that is all about female empowerment...
0: Why is it that Zach Galifianakis is the one that makes you... Also, yeah. wait.
1: Why is he a man? Because the character in the books is a woman.
0: Was, that's pretty shitty.
1: Like why? So you could use Zach Galifianakis because you're friends with him or something? Like I didn't understand that, but the only <laughs> I can I can totally see how that being an emotional core. The only time that I felt kind of emotional was when the mom and dad saw each other at the end.
0: I did see that but too. That is
1: because Gugu Matha Raw and. chris pine Pine are good actors yeah actually had nothing to do with their characters and all to do with when i see two actors and being someone who is married and like if i had not seen my husband in four years yeah that idea of like seeing them see each other and run to each other and i and actively i'm like this has nothing to do with the story really and everything to do with these actors are good at playing these emotions
0: see i i do feel that but at the same time i'm also like Oh my God, this movie just needs to end. (laughs) This needs to end. And at that point I was also starting to get very vocal out loud, which I just, I've never, I mean, I I was just, it was just also like the dialogue was just so like at one, what was at one point, Oprah is again doing big Jesus arms. They're all doing big Jesus arms. And she just goes, uh, the Tesser, it uses energy that surrounds you all around you. It's through everything in the universe. And I was like, like the force. And Sarah's like, what, what What? What did you say? This movie's just so boring. I'm just trying to not fall asleep. What did you say? I was like, I'm making fun of the movie. What? Just never mind. Just, yeah. It, but it happened multiple times. Like, things like that happen. I'm just like, like the fucking force. Oh, my God. Just shut the fuck
1: up. The book was written before all of that.
0: I know. It just makes me so sad.
1: But I feel like there are ways that you could. The
0: whole movie could you have been could so Write, much write
1: it in a way that it doesn't just sound like it's derivative of the course. You can film it in such a way. I want to get back for a second yeah. on how much I hated Ava DuVernay's direction in this. Because <laughs> why was basically. I don't was like, like you. It was just. <laughs> A fucking close-up. I don't understand why I had to constantly watch well, do you Reese feel- Witherspoon, Oprah, and Mindy Kaling open their eyes. How many times did I have to watch a close-up of them opening now, their eyes? Do
0: you think that's also a problem with modern filmmaking, though? Where no one... Directors don't... Newer directors... Like, even Nolan. Like, when he did the Batman movies. He focuses... he te- Or all of them. and All of them do. It's not just him. They tend to focus on close-ups now granted she didn't have shaky cam for some of them when during some of the well (laughs) the action sequences i use quotation marks because ooh action sequences but some of that stuff was like when shit was happening they would close up on their eyes and camera was still but like i feel that that's in general frame when they go for the close-up versus the establishing shot or the wide shot unless it's like very cgi heavy so they can go. Ooh, look, we have a lot of money, and we're—it's visually stunning I mean, for the kids. But
1: part of it for me was even if they did a medium shot with two characters in the same frame, you are seeing them react to each other instead of a close-up of somebody reacting to the cl- former close-up of the last person, and then another person reacting to that. And it's
0: not even—it
1: doesn't—it um, doesn't make you feel attached to the characters.
0: Who who did the uh, spaghetti westerns with a fistful of dollars? Or fistful of dynamite, depending on which version you go for. The uh, oh, good, the bad, and ugly.
1: Yeah. Cool. Uh, Clint Eastwood was the star, a star, but the but
0: Italian director. Mm-hmm. Remember that his big thing is Sergio Leone. Yes. His big thing is that the close-ups, but it's all done with precision. That that doesn't even apply in this scenario. The
1: editing in this movie was shit.
0: But it all comes down to the directing. The editor can't do. The editor can only give him well, what she's worked, he or she's worked with.
1: That's part of what I was thinking. Is as it just kept going, and we got not and the only wide shots were for cgi stuff and like every other time it was mostly close-ups and not nearly enough like medium and i kept thinking yeah i do think there are editing issues but i don't think she got the shots that would have made this a more dynamic film
0: i uh you know and i've never i i I don't have time to listen to commentary as much anymore but i used to like i remember listening to the commentary for gremlins and apparently there is a five-hour cut of that movie because he, he was an editor for Corman. So oh, he would okay. he shot as an editor. Which means you're like, let's cover every angle we can. It takes way longer. But he had everything. He actually had way too much that he needed. And, and I just remember when I was reading how-to books, there was like film, you always want more than what you can need. Unless you're Spielberg. But you're never going to be Spielberg. Because mm-hmm. Spielberg is Spielberg. And even then, that's up for debate on how Spielberg is Spielberg anymore. Though, as of yesterday everyone lost their shit at about ready player one yes and everyone was half of the people walked in going i want to see it but i don't have good feelings about and i was like it's amazing i'm
1: so excited that comes out my birthday weekend
0: spielberg i I, oh my god i'm so excited
1: i'm way more excited about the trailer i saw for that than there was for
0: (laughs) jesus oh did, did they show a really bad kids movie trailer about the dog who was in the army no. Oh, we we saw yeah. ours at Marcus. Okay. I um, went to Dublin AMC. And the Marcus one they show and the thing is it wasn't even a tra- it didn't even look like a trailer. It looked like it was an ad, but it was a CGI cartoon ad and it's just like he would do everything with his master. He would even leave whatever, but it didn't it just wasn't it didn't even sound like a trailer. It and there wasn't even like uh the really bad Dreamworks or Disney like coming from the producers of whatever. It's none of that. And then it it just cuts to a title card saying this summer, Sergeant Rough and Ready, or whatever, oh. and, it's, and it has like oh fuck! I just remember the girl who played uh, Bella strings, Bellux I can't think of her name. Uh, she was she was married, not really to Tim Burton. Oh, Helena Helen Hel- yeah, she's like one of the voices in it. And I was like, oh, so this is a UK production? <laughs> is this why the trailer? So No, way, because Early Man looked like a fucking professional movie trailer released well, by people.
1: Early Man is also from Wallace Like
0: you know, well, right, but but movie. like still they know how to make a fucking trailer.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, trailers are a whole other thing. Like the filmmakers don't get to do that, but
0: that it was bad.
1: Speaking of trailers, I felt like so much of this movie was it reminded me it was of in the
0: trailer. Suicide
1: Squad and the way that
0: oh, they're just horror continuously horror
1: making, like, the way it was edited and the way that it was presented. Oh, it's a like,
0: one giant trailer.
1: It's one giant trailer for itself. And I'm like, but then we never got to the meat of the movie. It never felt like we were getting anywhere. No, yeah. yeah, just kept feeling like, look at how pretty these outfits are. Look at this makeup. This is going to be a great movie, guys. Like
0: uh, that's the other thing. Okay, so let's talk about this. There's no world building. The whole movie should be world building, yep. but there's no world building. There's no real clear explanation of the rules. And when they do happen, it happens all at once. And it's all from Oprah. And I don't give a shit at that point because you're right. It's I've, not Oprah. Oprah's just being Oprah.
1: I've seen her act. She's fantastic she is a good... in the color of purple.
0: I did not care for Minnie Kaling, and I was actually looking forward to Minnie Kaling because I think she's a good actress. I
1: felt the same way, which I think also shows bad direction. <laughs> the only one of the misses that I felt like was really giving us anything was Reese Witherspoon. And
0: that's not, but uh, see, I still don't feel that's saying a lot though, because I feel like she's just like, I'm taking a paycheck movie.
1: It just kind of, wink. Yeah, it kind of felt like she was like, I'm just
0: gonna be kinda of sassy. I'm just yeah, I'm sassy because oh, well that's the other thing too. They don't really like I feel like again, poorly set up. I wa we watch I feel like I've seen another movie lately where the character is otherworldly and they don't have a grasp of humanity and how to react. So they don't understand sarcasm or just general niceties of being, oh, I can be mean to you when you're not looking. But but it's just like they can hear everything you're saying and she's like, Oh, okay. Like, but they don't set that up really well. So it's just like, oh, you're a dick. And I don't really. And of course, at the end, I'm sorry, I'm leaning up to the part where she's she's like, well, I knew you would do it. And it's like, no, you didn't. Bitch, you were laying at her the whole time saying she's going to fail. Charles Wallace, why did you choose her? I don't think your sister's ready. I just flipped her off. You guys can't see that. It it was very. It was very. Thank you. It it really. No, the whole movie just very frustrating. So. I will say, though, no, she was the best out of all of them, but still. I feel
1: like out of the three, she was the best. Yeah. And that, that, with the child actors, while I said, I thought maybe the kid who played Charles Wallace was the best. I felt like all three of them were being misdirected. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like any of them gave the performance that they probably could have. And,
0: you know what I just realized? I think, okay, I feel like her direction was, and I know this wasn't what the direction was to Charles Wallace, and maybe this is why I feel like, I feel like he was at an eleven. And he should have been in a nine when he was being evil. I felt like... Okay, so you remember in Hook? Because this is what popped in my head. Because I, yeah. I accidentally brought up Spielberg. So the part where he's just like... He's like grabbing Robin Williams' face. Pour one out for the homie. And he's just like, there you are, Peter. And that kid goes up to like an 11. He's like, I don't blah, blah, blah. But he's just da, da, da. I feel like that's him for the entire last half of the movie. I'm just like, y- y- no. Like there need to be more
1: shades going
0: on. A little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I mean... When he first became evil, or also, like, like why you wasted Michael Pena? I, I, I
1: like
0: you, I, I, I like him so much. I felt like that was such a waste I
1: of his. He, there was going to be more of him. Yeah.
0: Something like, I, like, oh. He it,
1: was the most interesting, like, I don't know, magical, mystical character.
0: Like, was he somebody that at one point was then captured by the it and then was manipulated? That's I, what I'm saying. Like, I would like.
1: I'll admit, from the book, I don't remember. I don't remember that part
0: because Charles Wallace is technically a puppet, and if if Charles Wallace stayed there for years, which is I'm assuming what happened to him, would he, the same thing happen to him where he would just just fall apart? That's fucking terrifying to me. That yeah. would be a great visual to think about. They never. I
1: mean, for what I. From what I remember from the book, and it's been a long time since I've read it, there was a lot more world building.
0: Yeah, it had to be. You
1: understood stuff, and you like, and it was revealed to you in a very natural way. But I feel like with this movie, you're instantly like, "Wait, what? Where? Why is this happening?" They
0: also really relied on the whole "Let's just tell you how weird she is"
1: instead of showing. Us, instead of showing, no, oh, you mean film is a visual medium? No. <laughs>
0: I mean, mad props for uh, Disney utilizing uh, uh, Reno, was it Reno Rowland from uh, Girl Meets World?
1: Oh, Rowan Blanchard. Oh, uh,
0: Rowan Blanchard. That's good. Good for them.
1: I thought, hmm, she's still on a Disney contract and they canceled her show, which was actually a really sweet show and I was pissed off that they canceled it. It was a good it. show. But... Yeah, I was like, oh, she's still on a Disney contract. But I also feel like...
0: She is, though, on the Goldbergs, which is Sony. Oh, is she? But, ironically, the show is on an ABC ABC network. But it's owned by Sony outright. That's the weird thing. So, at some point, that show's going to be way too expensive. Anyway, that's weird. Uh, (laughs) But, no, yeah, because she's Adam's girlfriend. Which, when she showed up, I was like oh, her show just got canceled. of makes me sad. Aww. And then it's like, oh, no, she's staying around. It's not like a one-off. Oh, yay. Okay, that was like, right. a sli- yeah, she's still on that. That was last season, and they're on this season. So. I'm <laughs> way behind on the
1: Goldbergs. I kind of gave it up, and I've been hearing...
0: It's aggravate. Well, no, the reason you stick with the first fun. season is that you're like, it's nostalgia. And then at some point, the moment when it became, when they started making Laney and Barry a thing, and you're like, oh, they know they know you're making fun of how bad the whole thing is like. Look Adam, I know I said you're an idiot like I do all the time, but I love you cuz you're my son. They do that in every episode, but they make fun of it kind of. Oh, okay. But you're really paying attention to every I don't know, it's really weird. I don't I don't know why, but I am now like invested. I, yeah, I'm fully invested. <laughs> also, I just love some of the weird acting choices every actor makes. And also George Seagal. you can't go wrong with George Seagal. Like he's grand, he's to the point now. He's so old that they don't really show him standing up anymore. He's always sitting down, <laughs> but it's still always really funny. Like, what are you doing, Adam? Why are you do don't listen to that. Oh so shit. Gonna... Nick is making a face while he does
1: this voice. Yeah.
0: So it's glorious. It's it's yeah. George yeah, George Siegel. Oh sadness. Well, I mean the dude was dressing up in like full on costumes to do Adam's movies. Yeah. And he doesn't do it. Or and if he does do it, it's always like a medium show. So I wonder if he's just sitting on a stool. Oh, and do- yeah. well, well, I mean, he's like, what, 80 or 90? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Take that, Carl Reiner. <laughs> oh, I feel sad. Carl Reiner's amazing. Uh, Okay, wrinkle in time. Yeah,
1: we go. <laughs> Rowan Blanchard. But she also, okay. So, yeah, she's in it. I like her. The teachers? Her, her bullying... At the beginning, I'm like it it was just so cliche, and if you're trying to sympathize with Meg, honestly, I just felt like, well, these are kind of bad bullies because they're (laughs) bullying and saying hi, Meg, hi, Meg. Everybody say hi, Meg, hi, Meg. That's not bullying. That's just being weird.
0: Well, okay, even if it's a trope, like why not set up that they were friends because it's clear because
1: they're neighbors, which is okay.
0: That that aggravated me too. I'm just like, oh, this is even worse now. They should totally have been they, friends, and at one point she just shut down, and that's why one of the reasons why she picks on her. They
1: make it seem like they're in middle school, right? And she also Meg, even though the character in the book is 13, Something she seems show. younger in this movie. But you do often have that thing where you've been close friends in elementary school and mm-hmm. you fall out in middle school, so that could work. But they don't follow up on but, any of that but that's
0: what i'm saying it's little things like that that is actually a great example of little things that are introduced like also they show you the teachers kind of being petty and charles mm-hmm. wallace hears it and that's neat and then it ties in but then when they show the it part and it shows like how there's jealousy and all this other stuff from like the one teacher that's was being petty about charles wallace's parents or dad
1: yeah.
0: and i'm just like where the fuck did that come from i like,
1: no, that seemed weird it's and- out of place but i'm saying like I feel like they were trying to set up more with the principal a little bit. I mean, partially they cast Andre ha- um, Holland in that role. Who, Wasteful. Right? It was such a waste of his talents. And now I might have to go home and watch Moonlight just so I can be like, oh, there he is. I love him.
0: Quickly, cast him because he was in an Academy Award winning film. No one gives a shit if he was actually, that but his role is shit.
1: Again, the principal comes back in later books. So, like, I feel like... To some, right? I, I just that. don't understand. God damn it, Disney! I I don't understand. So much of this didn't make sense, and I feel like Disney did such a push on this movie. They essentially put an advertisement for it in the Oscars, mm. like, <laughs> bar, like within the Oscars telecast. I and it's just so disappointing. And one of the things I was talking to Jeremy about yesterday is he was like, I've heard Disney in some ways. Is worried they didn't put enough time in between the release of Black Panther and this, because Black Panther has been out for, what, three weeks, and it'd still be a wrinkle in time at the box office?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I hate to say this, but, I mean, the movie's not good, so I don't feel bad at all. Right, and
1: that's the I'd rather
0: have I'd rather have a good movie. Being well, a which Black Panther yeah. Black
1: Panther's a really good movie oh, with so good. many amazing it's like so points and messages going on and the acting and the directing and that is fantastic. Oh, and I also feel like you can look at those two movies as examples of like a good Disney movie and a bad Disney movie. But also in the in the way that like I feel like this movie is very much going, Hey, look at our hair and makeup, look at our costuming. And it doesn't work. We have
0: money to blow on CGI, people.
1: It doesn't work, whereas hair and makeup and costuming in Black Panther is fucking amazing. it's
0: more subtle, too.
1: It is more subtle. Because seriously, I was like, I don't understand why all of the Mrs. W's have glitter all over their face. And then at the end, when Meg is able to test her on her own... And she's going through. Suddenly, glitters pouring out of her eyes. And I was like, I don't understand why there's so much glitter in this movie.
0: Uh, here's the question we we need to we need we need to talk with Ava. And like, when you see when you have dreams of fairies or time travel, does glitter explode everywhere around you? you Do you know? want glitter to be on people? <laughs> did you are you fascinated by glitter breasts? And then you're just like, let's throw glitter on the eyes. Let's throw glitter everywhere. I don't know. I it's the only thing I I, I don't under I don't understand. Like I'm
1: almost surprised there wasn't glitter like a glitter beard at
0: one point. Ooh, a glitter beard! Right? A they have money for that. I they could <laughs> it would have been useless to the story just like fucking everything else in the movie. Why not a glitter beard? You know what? There you, wrinkle on Time too. Attack of the Glitter Beard, <laughs> and, and it's it not it's Michael not
1: Michael Pena
0: back. Michael Michael Payne is back. Um, But this time, he's controlled by the power of glitter, which is the stuff in between the wrinkles and the tessers, whatever. The wrinkles in time, it's between the wrinkles, so it's even smaller than that. Okay, also, this is the other thing that's aggravating. I remember reading the Wikipedia entry, and I was just like, I feel like she was talking about what they kind of cover in and what you could say they thus was doing an homage to from Wrinkle in Time, which was in Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 was it the flea the and the tightrope,
1: tightrope, and then the puncturing through the right. The plate. And
0: I'm looking for something like that too. They didn't go into that really, well, not really. The
1: other thing is there was voiceover in a trailer that was talking about this is how time. My father had this theory that time travel worked this way, and there would be wrinkles and it would fold in on each other. Where's but that, that at? One wasn't in the movie.
0: Well, now I do wonder because sometimes the directors will. Like, I know like uh, Gareth Edwards fucked with people during Rogue One. That really awesome shot where. She turned around, the lights go boom, boom, boom. And she turns around and gives a badass superhero look. Like, yeah. that was a goof. And then he goes, that look looks cool. We should put that in the trailer anyway. And people are like, where's that shot at? And he's just like, don't worry. It's not part of the, the major stuff we cut out. It was a goof that I threw oh, into, yeah. I
1: don't mind when things are put are, in for the trailer. For the yeah, trailer. yeah. But that is a line that actually would have helped along the world building and the understanding of the movie. But
0: would it have, would it have fixed everything, though? No. It, it's. But it, we would, it would have need have thirty helped, more lines it like it.
1: A little
0: bit. Instead of raging against the movie fully, we wouldn't. We we you know what? It would have stopped the glitter beard comment from happening. No. It would have. I don't know. No, I'm that's true. Beards, it was so is yeah.
1: I've been trying to convince Jeremy to do one for several years now.
0: Jeremy, don't do glitter beard bow. It's it's me. it's it's all. It'll be all up in there. You'll be like years later. You'll be sitting there like just trimming it, and glitter will just start pouring out of a. Yeah, you know, don't do it.
1: Just glitter the side
0: it will. You'll you actually nick yourself, and you realize the glitter got stuck in the pore, and now it's like mutated. And these glitter, <laughs> glitter rainbows coming out of your no, okay. Uh, other things good in the movie, um, <clears throat> Chris Pine. Uh, Again, on Chris, beards, I that was a Chris Pine. He looked I'm really struggling nice. so hard to find something nice to say about the movie because it's just not good.
1: Well,
0: we open with it; it's kind of pretty. Yeah. It, oh, yes. Even with the glitter, very pretty. Oh, okay. I'll also say this too. I also feel like uh, they gave very explicit instructions to Minnie Kaling on what she should and shouldn't say, and she's just like, "I like Chris Tucker. Can I say damn by Chris Tucker, American?" And they're just like. Sure, go for it. And I'm just like, <laughs> you lost me.
1: Well,
0: and then I they see. then they I think they later added added outcast and
1: I feel like <sighs> there could have you could, if this were a good movie, do the <laughs> whole analysis on the quotes being used and like what it all meant. But I feel like they were just so random. And or, they were supposed to have meaning, but it didn't exactly feel like there was meaning. Or I
0: it's just something like oh no. Okay, so Let's let's play. Wait a minute. We have to, yeah, we have time. Let's play a quick game of how we could have made this movie officially better. So, starting from the beginning, I would actually focus on what's her name moving in, and then later that night, there's a and, and the kid, the little brother, Charles Wallace, is obsessed yeah. with her, and that he and he just disappears, and you know, and she's just like, well, that's weird. You set that up, and then at the same time, there's a storm coming. Ooh, a storm. And then in the storm you get the flashback of the dad setting up the dad stuff. <laughs> it's so taxing to even think about this. I, you, look, I it's also, already we've already said <laughs> I just it makes me sad though.
1: The setting to the original setting, which is New England, instead of LA. I'm
0: good with that too. You don't need LA. No. Fuck LA. That it's actually, that, that, that is a price choice, I think.
1: Was, that was something for me, like as a fan of the books, that I was just like, this setting seems so wrong. Like the, the, the production design in the house felt right. But the setting of it, like...
0: Everywhere else, yeah.
1: They lived in New England, and from how I'm remembering it, they lived on a good parcel of land where, like, they had a garden where they planted stuff, and there were other things going on, and there was, like, space between neighbors, not right on top of each other. There were no palm trees. (laughs) I... As soon as I saw palm trees, I was like, no, this oh, is wrong. Oh,
0: also, another thing to set up is that, actually, that's how you find out that, that what's-her-name is Mrs. What's-it or whoever, Reese Witherspoon is moving in, is as they're, as she's, like, walking home or from taking the walk, kids to the walk, he runs into the old the old black man, and he's just, he's like, why do you always randomly talk to people? Like, that should be set up, like, right away, and then, so then when he talks to him later, it all so yeah yeah. or even have him just say sometimes people need to be talked to don't you you shouldn't just shut everybody I mean Grant again that's wonk walking you over the head with it but it's still better than how they did it which is oh what's the thing is uh, your faults are your greatest strength oh is it because that she has darkness inside her too oh uh, and I'm fine with that too but the way they even did that was just it,
1: it was so telegraphed as soon as I was like I need you to know your faults and I was like oh cause they're gonna save her
0: yeah and the, and like also I kind of felt like if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna try to do a Tolkien scene where ev- everyone gets gifts let everyone get the gifts and then give it to Meg because Meg knows what to fucking do with it like let her be like you're not doing it right let me do it,
1: well, and that's it. the, the gift giving thing is like takes place at a totally different time and place in the book yeah and so at that point it does make sense that they're giving it all to meg but at that point it doesn't make sense that like mrs what's it is giving her gift to meg when she has definitely been like closer to charles wallace the whole time so why is she like i'm going to ignore you child i'm going to give my gift to you instead meg like it felt it felt weird
0: i don't yeah or Mm, this whole movie, I and then it, you know, it's just to even do this exercise is taxing on me. It's taxing on my soul. No,
1: I, because to me, I would start at the beginning and hire somebody else to write the script and hire somebody else to direct. And then I was
0: trying to, to go totally with technically, way. we could write a better movie of the regular time, But I'm just going like, oh, this is so taxing to even do though because they've messed so many things up.
1: I'm just so disappointed because I wanted this to be good.
0: I did too. I didn't know anything really about the book except for that weird book cover, <laughs> and even then, I'm like. Well, that isn't always like they had a weird book cover for the Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury. It doesn't really say anything about the book, though. It's just a really cool sci fi painting that they did. So I figured it was the same thing. I really wanted to look forward to the uh, I mean, granted, it makes me want to read the book now like a whole lot more, but for the very wrong reason, (laughs) which is oh, because it'll be better, (laughs) not because it should be, but because it just happens to be better. Yeah, Which you're sometimes not like
1: you liked this movie and now you want the even richer experience of reading the book. So yeah, it's just like I need a palate cleanser, I need a fucking
0: palate cleanser of how horrible, horribly done this movie was. And oh, and, I expected I mean, so much more from I'm you, just, Ava.
1: I'm so disappointed, and for so many reasons. And part of it is, unfortunately, the way that Hollywood works is this movie isn't working and the reviews have not been great including ours and yeah unfortunately though the way the hollywood works is they'll be like oh well i don't know if we can have a woman direct a movie Maybe like that again. again which is bullshit it
0: is just
1: because this didn't work doesn't mean how many white men direct shitty movies and continue to direct movies michael bay
0: but Michael, no, but here's the thing. Michael Bay's movies still make. now, Grant, the last Transformers, this is what, this is, this is, I call this the Bay paradox. His movies suck, but they make a lot of money. Now, Grant, the last Transformers movie actually did bomb. They keep, and then people walk out and go, that was a horrible movie. But then, like, but you still saw the movie in theaters, $9 that you saw at opening weekend. You contributed to its success. Yeah. Why do you keep doing this? You are letting the man win. <laughs> and it's not, yeah, yeah he's no, a... No, that's, that's
1: fair. <sighs> it's I fucking just,
0: hate Bay. I fucking oh, hate Bay.
1: I don't know. And and I was reading, based on how much marketing they did for this movie, this movie would need to gross $400 million to even break even. It's not going to do that. No, it's At not.
0: least, well, I mean, it could internationally, but it's not going domestically, at least. It's not, it's not, it's not Black Panther.
1: Like Black, Panther. Black Panther
0: just passed 1 billion. Like,
1: yeah, I heard that. Like, yesterday.
0: worldwide. I'm like, oh my. Look,
1: I've seen it twice already. And I would gladly, like, Jeremy and I were talking that if we did go see a movie yesterday, we may have gone to see Black Panther. I've seen
0: it two and a half times. The third time was I was up all night, and then AMC Dublin showed 1 at 11. But that's the only time before I did, because I've been busy at MATLAB, I, it was the only time I could see it with my mom and dad. And I always want wow. to see a Marvel film with my dad and my mom. And, so, and usually Sarah gets to go with me, but I mean, it's one of the things where we didn't have time. It was literally, I had to go during the day. And so literally, I just remember the Marvel thing came up. Uh, he lands in Africa. I wake up and it's, uh, my eyes just kind of blink back open. And his sister's just like, I'm recording this for prosperity. I'm like, oh, I must have nodded off. <laughs> and then I wake up again and it's, uh, uh, you know, baby, don't hurt me. Uh-huh. Which that's the fucking weirdest part of that movie. But it's so funny. And then, and then, actually, I know it's, it's, uh, it's the very end of the movie where, you know, uh, the man ape shows up. That's not his name in the movie, but that's the character he's based after. Baku. Ed Baku shows up. and He, he
1: is and,
0: also a handsome man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> also, uh, which made me sad because I really wanted to see my dad's uh, take on that whole scene where he's just like, if you say anything else, I will feed you to my children and then they're like oh, 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 I'm kidding we're all vegetarian <laughs> Like oh my God. that was such I, a great
1: uh, that's a really well written movie
0: it really is okay now I have a question did you the only the weakest part of that movie for me and I felt something else was cut was the scene with um, uh, the guy from Get Out and Black Panther like his kind of turn but
1: thank you my podcast kinda, episode yeah. isn't out on that yet mm-hmm. because I have to finish editing Thor first <laughs> Life got weird. Um,
0: <laughs> As it does so yeah. often, yeah. So
1: I'm a little behind. But no, that was his his character's turn was my biggest. Well, um, I feel like there needed to be an extra scene.
0: So the, he does say at the beginning of the council thing, and the second time I saw it, I was like, oh, he is kind of aggressive about it. Which he's like, if you want me to do this, I'll do it. Like, he seems like he wants to do it. Yeah. But then he's like, I don't because... I, I, I trust you you're my you're my brother and then and then so I it was more forgiving but I feel like there was another scene that got cut
1: I think there. so too because Daniel Kaluuya's character I've, I talked about this and I was told like oh well I think it's because of his parents I'm like yeah that's not enough reason for me Uh, his completely turning, not just on T'Challa, but on, like, on his country as a whole, and he goes and starts fighting everyone, and I was like, why are there no repercussions for this?
0: I think, well, I think there are, because he's not really in the council scene at the end. Baku is has taken his place. They don't focus on it, but where Baku, where he's usually at, Baku's in his stead. I mean... (laughs) That, but if that's the weakest part of that movie...
1: Uh, no. It, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. And
0: it does create a... Well, again, I didn't think it was just about the parents. I really did feel like... And this is what's... There's a great shirt going around. And I really want it. It says, Killmonger was right. And I really love... And it looks like it was spray-painted. And, uh... and, and Grant, Killmonger was right. It's just he was wrong about how he was doing it. And I think that that's... Which, again... But, again, maybe one more scene where they talked about that was a little bit more would be nice, which is... He believes Killmonger is right, too. It's just that he's willing to no. do whatever, but they, they don't again, they don't talk about it, so you' it, it's it's like every Star Wars fan's best dream. It's like that, it happened in between the scenes or in between the movies, you guys.
1: It's interesting that he I know now this is this is the Black Panther point too. We
0: have no, to know. because it's such a winle time. no one gives a shit. <laughs> like,
1: right on time I'm
0: done
1: Let's go see Black Panther again. Uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> too bad you have to go to work. Oh. I know yeah. But he's, his character, uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character, you know, okay, yeah, he goes and he's starting to agree, like, with Killmonger, and he, like, gets behind his let's go and militarize and everything. But he's the one in, like, the first act of the movie who says the line to T'Challa about, well, why would we let immigrants in? They'll bring their own problems. Like refugees bring see, their own I, problems I, and we don't want to deal with that. So it's just well, interesting. That- but
0: Killmonger doesn't want people to come in. He wants to take over the rest of the world. Yeah. And that's where I feel like that actually kind of goes against your argument a little bit in, in, in because of that. But it's still not 100% clear. Like, But again, I still feel like he has one of the best emotional parts of the movie when he's fighting uh, What's his his girlfriend. He just looks around he's like wait, violence isn't the answer. My brothers and sisters are dying and fighting each other, and he just puts the weapon down. And I'm, I am i was very moved by that. But...
1: I was like, why did it take you this long to figure it out, you idiot? But,
0: <sighs> yeah, well... I mean... But yeah. T'Challa, he's not gonna... He doesn't have the power of the Black Panther anymore. He got it taken away. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, actually, though, I—that that is weird that there is no other Black Panthers, because... Uh, in the comic books, uh, his sister does take over, has uh, Black Panther for a little bit. Um,
1: so, so I feel like Black Panther 3 will be like Search for the Flower or something.
0: <laughs> Actually, I, I okay. I mean, okay, I'm going to blow your mind here. I think Wakanda is huge in Infinity War because I think the vibranium is the cause. Vibranium is one of the stones, mm. the initial fragment, and then it mutated into what we know as vibranium. But it's buried in deep within kinda which means Wakana's going to get fucked up. And then also, I feel like that's the cause of the flower. Also, did you know, Casey, Casey said this, did you know that, and I didn't know this, but it's true, the intro is not by Takala's father. No. It's, it's by isn't. Sterling K. Brown, and yes. that blew my fucking mind.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize until the second time, but then I was like, wait, that's Sterling K. Brown's voice? Oh my God. Because right. the first time through, I just assumed... That it was T- T'Challa and T'Chaka, and then yeah, the second time I was like, "Oh!" And can we? Can
0: we? Yeah. But can we point out though that he's not really good at naming people, or who, you know, whoever? And if it was like Tamala, T'Chaka, T'Challa, maybe change it up just a bit. I mean, I'm not going to call my kid Slick or Flick or Dick. Well, Dick could work, Richard, but but still. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what i'm saying it, it, that's how kind of weird it is and i know grant and i'm, I'm doing a, a grave disservice to african names but it feels a little weird that it goes like well, that, that and you It just
1: has to do with like, the culture and the heritage kind
0: i of know thing. that's why but like joke wise i am just like to really maybe add a something else, a little extra there no i know i'm just yeah. i'm fucking around
1: I don't know. It,
0: it's it's still it, good.
1: It's. I think it's also. I mean, the way that names formed, um, like in the European way, there's so many things Like, why is Johnson such a common name? Because literally, they were the son of John. So they were just also like, you, also
0: Johnson. Johnson is another word for penis, and that is a lot of fun to say. <laughs> just randomly go up and say and go Johnson, and just walk away. Yeah. Don't don't yeah, son of John. Johnson, son yeah, of John.
1: Your last name's Miller now. Why? Well, because you're a Miller. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I just I also find um like name origins fascinating, but I digress.
0: Okay, I got a real for you. Where the fuck did John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt came from? Because I hear his name is my name too. <laughs> uh, oh no, but that is a good. At some point, someone that probably was some real person's name, and they go, let's make a thong about it. And I was like, well, then, yeah. and it's like. There you go, Lisa Kudrow. Do a fucking show about that. Where are, the, where, where are you from or whatever? Where's John Jacob Jingleheimer? Oh, yeah, I forgot she did that. Yeah, I think she still, because that one didn't do great here, she started producing the one in the, B, in the UK, and okay. it's still gone. And they're, they're, now, they're now dipping their toe into the American actors again. Like yeah, Marissa Tomei has a great-great-grandfather who may or may not be a serial killer rapist. Stay tuned for more. Actually, I think that might be true. <laughs> don't I know? I know. Uh, uh Martin uh, Sheen has someone similar like that. Like that. And, like it was I, very I, I I heart, watched some of heartbreaking. Them, was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, fun fact: uh, the Pack and we just recorded, which won't be out for seven more months, uh, was based after my love for the movie The Way, which was directed and written by Emilio Estevez and starred Martin oh, Sheen. Actually, and Emilio Estevez about the Camino de Santiago. And I would love to go on that thing because I really fucking like I greatly enjoyed that movie. And I was just like, it's just such a fascinating thing. And so, yeah. But Martin Sheen said we wrapped it back into Martin Sheen, who then I watched a video on talking about it recently. Because why not? Where he talked about his family and doing that thing. He's like, it's really amazing how all your family's connected. And because he talks about taking the name Sheen. Versus oh, Estevez, and he's like, but all my driver's license, they still it's Estevez. Yeah, because she is
1: just and stage name.
0: and Charlie and they and they're very polite to Charlie. Emilio is the one that cuts in to Martin. He's just like, well, Charlie just does what Charlie wants to do, and uh, <laughs> um, and but 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 at the same time, I didn't listen to agents and whatever because I didn't want to. I think Charlie wanted to, and so because he Martin talks about how he was pressured into taking a different name, uh, and so he just I think Charlie might have listened to people and Milo Just he was that teens didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he never cussed at all. I like to point out this is me exaggerating a little. Flowers. Par- bit. You're paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing a bit, um, and then he gave a beautiful speech about two cathedrals, and that's right. a West Wing joke. Uh, that's,
1: I've seen that episode.
0: So, Black Panther was really good. It was. Um, a, Go watch
1: that movie instead of
0: Wrinkle in Time. In time. Um, by the way, the wire work, I'll throw this out there too. Whoever thought it would be... Now, did he do... Did Zach Galifianakis' character, even though it was a girl, did she do the weird thing where she was like balancing shit? I can't not, remember. Not like typical balancing, like karate kid balancing. I'm talking about where she comes walking in on her hands. Because uh, I was like, that is some beautiful wire work for remember. fat man I, Zach
1: woman and I know she lived in a cave and I can't remember beyond that like a I said it's been a real long time a since woman I who lived
0: in a cave that but. that sounds again way more fascinating right? than what was done right? the only thing really visually stimulating about Zach Kovaneckis is a he looks felt mm-hmm. not as like Mark Hamill's felt but but still but he had that nice little that beautiful choice of the weird little look like he was tagged for for meat market <laughs> In the back of his head. In the back of his his, In his his ear. Oh, yeah. yeah. It it was like an earring, but it looked like he just got like a a staple on his ear. And it's just like, we're taking Zach to market soon. But
1: that's, again, with like the costuming in this, I feel like there's, look, we're going to try to do as many interesting costuming things. And instead, it just felt like too much and not.
0: But he was the most plain of all the costumes. He actually, it felt like he was a fucking Jedi Knight (laughs) who was just being like, I don't have a robe and shit. I just have Weird popper bags. Because
1: Oprah was constantly wearing a dark oh, colored giant fuck. ring that I was just like, I don't understand why that's there.
0: I do wonder if Oprah just woke up one day, is like, Ava, girl, I'm gonna wear this ring today. Okay, you're magic. <laughs> I I I I I I'm I assuming know. that she banged her head like Charlie Brown against the tree, which in this case is our microphone. Because I, I don't <laughs> Oh my god. So, Wrinkle in uh, Time is in theaters. You're good with skipping it. Um, Black Panther is good. Uh, anything else is really good? We should tell them to go see in theaters right now. There's uh,
1: That's in theaters right
0: now. Anything, anything is better than Wrinkle in Time.
1: I've heard Game Night is good.
0: I, heard, I have not I seen, have it, seen it, but i heard it is too. I'm
1: going next week with Kayla.
0: Nice. nice. Oh, Kayla will be in town? Yay! Yeah, yeah
1: we're going to okay, do yeah. yeah. A podcast for mine.
0: Good, good. Well, no, Kayla will... I love Kayla because Kayla, oh, i Kayla. I
1: think she's only going to be in town for one day to come see that movie with me because we've been trying to plan it for a while.
0: Oh, Kayla. But,
1: uh,
0: by the way, uh, we signed up for her anniversary party. We signed up for, uh, well, I was already in Pottermore, but my wife was not. And my wife was like, you just do it for me. I was like, it's way more in depth than I remember it being. And they like, updated it. no, they did. And, uh, and so, by the way, I'm fucking Ravenclaw. Fuck.
1: I'm Ravenclaw.
0: I don't want Ravenclaw. No, I'm not high fiving that. No Why offense, are you I'm high-fiving I'm, I'm high fiving you for good for you. Not what I wanted. Fucking Harry Potter's house. I wanted you Gryffindor. A yeah, I want a Gryffindor because that's where all the cool shit happens, and they're always the heroes. Ravenclaw's not really the heroes yeah, but like, in the big we're stuff.
1: Smart and we read
0: books. Oh no! Oh my
1: god!
0: Oh, uh, I know. Harry I'm Paul's such a wonderful. no. Uh, or no. Let me rephrase it. I'm Hufflepuff, and Sarah's Ravenclaw. And, but still, and Sarah was like, she just seems like, right. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm, just okay, so I'm just grumpy about it. I'm just grumpy. I'm Hufflepuff. I don't, still don't. I don't give Dallas a shit. Oh, oh, well, good for them. I'm glad. <laughs> and here's the thing. They probably are very pleased that they are. I care. So I want Gryffindor. God it. And matter of fact, I want to fucking retake it. But you know what? The sorting hat won't let you because fuck the sorting hat. Matter of fact, you know what? No, where's Dumbledore? I would like to be resorted because you can do that, but he has to do some weird shit. But of course, Harry then was like, I don't want to do that. I lock the house I'm in because then he made friends forever. Fuck the house. I don't... Fuck all the houses. Um, You know what? I'd rather have Slytherin than fucking any of the other ones. I want it to be... It's not fair. Also, I got a shitty little sparrow bird for my Patronus.
1: Oh, I haven't gotten the Patronus thing yet.
0: Sarah got a stallion. And I'm like, what the...
1: Fuck. So does the, what this really comes down to is you're jealous that your wife's getting all the better stuff.
0: Well, Patronus wise. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. Ravenclaw is better in my mind than Hufflepuff. So that's good too. <laughs> like, I can tell. That's good. Right but, but okay. But finding is, is that I've had the Patronus for a while. She just got her Patronus. Mm, um, okay. it was one of the things where she's like, what's yours? And I pulled it up and I was like, it's fun. front am front. click play. And a little bird came out. She's like, yours is so small. I was like, hey, thank you. <laughs>
1: I'm looking through the IMDb to see if there were any cast members that I was like, oh, I wanted to mention them. Apparently, somebody is listed as Air Force officer. I didn't even realize there was an Air Force officer in this movie.
0: Oh, no, no, there was. There was a bunch of them. It was during when, he, when Chris Pine does his meeting with NASA. Oh, And there's a bunch okay. of people. And All there was right. probably one guy who probably said something that didn't. Oh, fun thing I just realized about Spider-Man Homecoming. Wait for me to blow your mind. It's not in that podcast either. It is... That the principal is the great great grandson of the guy that was in the Howling Commandos, oh. same actor too. I was watching it by just default the other day because Sarah got it for me for Valentine's Day. I wasn't you know when you watch something enough or you've seen enough times you're watching it, but sometimes you're doing other things yeah. or you. Pay attention to a part of the screen that you don't want to pay attention. So you should be paying attention. You should be Your visual vocal point should be Peter and maybe the principal. But, but you're looking around at other but things. But I just stared up at the corner of the screen. I think it was the right-hand corner of the screen. And it's a wide shot of, the, of through a glass through the, in the principal's office. And on like a wide a file cabinet is a picture of an Asian man in the war. An American costume. Mm-hmm. And then there's a picture of the fighting commandos. It's small enough that you can see it. But it's like Captain America, Dum Dum Dugan and him, and I was just like, that's, it's all connected! Oh! Yay, Marvel. Yeah, they're
1: doing better than A Wrinkle in
0: Time. <laughs> Point is, everything. DC is possibly doing better than Wrinkle in Time, and that is a bad thing. Hey, look,
1: Justice League, not a good movie. It still made more sense than this.
0: Phantom Menace made way more sense than this movie. That That's okay. On the way home, I was ranting, because we were both talking about it, and I kind of just went on this weird rant. I was like, it's so goddamn frustrating. Like, Bad movies are better than this movie because structurally they make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Maleficent, except for the weird wing thing at the end, makes more sense than this movie. Yeah. Structurally, the wing thing is the only problem in that movie, and I, and I will. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how better Maleficent is than this fucking movie.
1: I really like Maleficent, and but I, I didn't either. Like than this.
0: Yes, so uh, so congratulations, *Phantom Menace*, *Maleficent*. <laughs> you are now better than another movie. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening. AmandaGogo.com. Yeah, AmandaGogo.com. That's mm.
1: my website.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be subscribed to both our podcasts and uh, ciao.
1: Bye. <laughs> Jeez! You're a creep! Go away! We're having
0: a good time until you start up, jeepers! Uh, Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place!